And welcome to another edition of the Sportsway Podcast. My name is Fitz Kerrigan. Christian Mott. And we're your hosts for this podcast. Um, we're going to do a lot of, um, it's going to be a pretty heavy basketball podcast um, today. So without further ado, let's get into JFK's top of the day. So the main thing I saw today, it's free agency is next week. Um, everybody, uh, the team, the the people are declining. Some people are declining um, their player options and will become free agents. But the main one that sticks out to me, uh, Christian, is uh, Draymond Green declining uh, his $27.6 million player option with the Golden State Warriors and will become a free agent. Christian, this is the first time that he's ever been a free agent and had a chance to check out the market. You, I for me it kind of feels a little weird but that's only because he's been in golden state for so long he's been so loyal do you think that do you think the warriors should be worried that Draymond will sign with somebody else or do you think he just declined that contract looking for a bigger deal from the warriors uh i don't think the warriors should be worried i i i, I i've listened to a bunch of different like nba analysts and they said this is a completely expected with Draymond as he's looking to reach a new deal with the Warriors. Obviously, it isn't uh, guaranteed, but everyone, most of the analysts and players building were uh, anticipating him declining his uh, his other his um, prior contract, and um, I think he will be a Warrior next season. I think it'll, it might be a similar situation to like John Drayton, where like a team might offer him, but then they'll match it. Is that the type of free agent he is? Can they do that? Yeah, he declined his player option, I believe. So, so. like, if another because team gives him year, an offer, last year, uh, if another la- team gives him an offer, can they just like give him that like, same offer? I think and he'll so because last year, last year DeAndre Ayton signed a four-year, one hundred thirty-three million dollar contract with the Pacers. And the Suns had 48 hours to match it, and they matched it in five minutes. Yeah, so. Kind of crazy. So I do believe that they can match it. And now it's looking. No, no. For the Suns? Yeah. Yeah, no. But it's just who would you get in return? I mean, Aiden has some. He's not an all star, but he has some value. Yeah, but not enough value. Oh, yeah, he I guess I. Mm-hmm. He's not really the best rebounder. He's not the best scorer. Yeah, but I mean, this is huge. This is the first time Draymond has looked at the market. I mean, he's been very loyal to the Warriors. Uh, they were not. They were. They weren't a championship contending team. He stayed with them. And they ended up winning the championship in in Steve Kerr's first year as coach. Um, I mean, I think some part of me thinks that he'll sign with the Lakers, but that just sounds like that just sounds absurd. Um, but I think he'll stay. I think he's loyal, and I think he'll stay with the Warriors. Yeah. So, um, I mean. We'll see. I'm very curious to see if the Warriors do sign him, what that contract would be, or if he does go to a new team, how he'd fit in there. Um, th- that's what I'm looking for, for for Draymond. And that wraps up JFK's top of the day. Okay. Now it's time for my... Uh, I will be talking about Tyreek Hill as he is under investigation uh, for um, alleged altercation between him and another person at Miami Beach Marina, um, where he apparently uh, re- reportedly hit or slapped, um, and he's th- that person. And he's under uh, investigation for assault and battery, and this is not like the first time Tyreek Hill has been like involved, had some legal issues uh, a while back. I think it was in his college days. He had an altercation, I think, with his fiance. He hit her too, or it might have been his girlfriend, but some some girl he was in a relationship with, and he uh, hit. Her. 
I'm so, sorry. Did, did you say this incident was at a marina? It says, yeah, it said my at Miami Beach Marina. That's what it said. That's so stupid. But yeah, and you know, I don't, I don't know what happened, but you know, we know Tyreek Hill is a real great player to watch, and you know. It would be great to watch him play this season without a suspension, but we'll see how things turn out if he actually did it. Sometimes people make these things up, but investigation uh, could have been more details on what if this did happen, why it happened. So you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. But this isn't not the first time Tyreek Hill's been accused of something like this. So and the, we'll see and, they, and they don't make they don't make investigations up. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably this true. Probably, he probably did something, probably. but we'll see, like, the the reasons or, like, what was happening. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. All right. You good? Yeah. Well, sure. Okay. All right. So, let's switch. Before we start the whole basketball talk, I just want to give a shout-out to Wyndham Clark. Um, he won the U.S. Open last weekend, and... It's his first major title, and he and he went to college at Oklahoma State, lost his mom, and considered uh, quitting golf after his mom passed away. But he kept he kept grinding and kept working at his uh, working at his game, and uh, he won the U.S. Open last weekend. So congratulations to him and his family, and well deserved. Um, all right, now let's move on to. I want to I want to switch. We got. A list of declining contracts, and we got a list of accepting contracts for the NBA free agency, which will take place next week. So let's start with the declining contracts. We already talked about Draymond's twenty-seven point six million dollar player option that was declined. The may um, one that is not really all that surprising is Fred VanVleet's um, twenty-two point eight million dollar contract that's being that he declined. I'm not surprised by that. I it I mean he. There's been so many just because there's been so many rumors of him leaving Toronto. I mean, it's a lot of money that that he declined, but I'm not surprised that he's um that he's leaving that he wants to leave Toronto. Those rumors have been coming up for years. Ever since Kyle Lowry left, it's kind of been get Siakam and Van Vliet out of Toronto in a way. So I'm not surprised by that. But I but I am surprised that dude, that's a lot of money. Twenty two point eight million, that's not cheap. Are you surprised that Christian? Are you surprised that he declined his contract? Um, I'm not surprised because uh, he's been really their most consistent player, the Raptors. And if he is to stay with them, I think he definitely deserves a bigger contract since he's basically their their star player. He's been consistently putting up twenty a game for the last couple of years now. And obviously they do have Pascal. He's probably Pascal's probably their best player, but Fred Van Fleet's been underrated and underpaid and I think he deserves more money, especially if the Raptors don't want to pay him, then he'll go to a team that will pay him a bit more. He made an all-star team, right? Uh let me check. I think he did. Yeah, I think like um I think either last year or the year before. Yeah, he made it last year. Yeah. Um, he averaged 19 a game this year, so he didn't average 20, but he's been real good for them. Yeah, and he's been he's been loyal. I think in some instances he's been loyal because the Raptors, ever since they won their um, championship in 2019, they haven't really been contenders since. So he's been loyal to stay with them for this long. Yeah. Because after Kawhi left, they kind of went downhill because they didn't have, like, DeRozan and Lowry together were good. Lowry and Leonard together were exceptional. And then Leonard left, and it was kind of like a decline. And then Lowry left, and that's when it really went bad. Yeah. I mean, they also got to – the Raptors also – that's not just Van Vliet's fault. The, the team itself has to learn how to make some free throws. Well, when you have DeMar DeRozan's sister, I mean daughter, screaming her lungs out. Yeah, daughter. Happy Father's Day. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Now, uh, this this one is a little bit surprising. 
but it's not at the same time. Kyle Kuzma, um, he's declining his $13 million contract with the Wizards, and he will become a free agent this offseason. Christian, I am not surprised by the fact – I am surprised that Kuzma is declining it. I'm not surprised, though, because I feel like he, he – I think he know. I think he thinks – that he should be paid so much more. So that's why it's not surprising. Do you agree with me on that? That it's a little bit surprising that he would decline from the Wizards, the team he's on, but it's not surprising because he thinks he deserves so much more? I guess. uh, He, yeah, he definitely had a very great year uh, this past year with the Wizards. Um, He... He did. They they were the team that picked him up. Was he get Was he traded to Washington, or did they pick him up? Yeah, he was traded to Washington with Contavious Caldwell Pope for Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that was that Russell Westbrook trade. Yeah, I think um, the one reason why maybe it's a questionable decision is. He's definitely been like the Wizards, one of their main stars. Obviously, Bradley Bradley Beal's been there too, but uh, at, 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 while he's been at the with the Wizards, he's been that really that number two option, especially scoring wise, and that's led to such great success for him the last two years. We've seen his his averages jump up. Last year, seventeen a game. Now this year, it's twenty one, which is just great. But if he is going to go to a different team. Uh, which he probably wants to. Uh, if he goes to like a much better team, he might not be that second guy. He might be like the third or fourth option, depending on how good the team is. So um, while he, he will be making more money, we'll see how he does because uh, I know he's just starting, starting out, but his numbers were not as good as they are now. And that's partly because he wasn't really that main part of the, the, the offense. And now that he's been given more of the keys uh, to the Wizards team, he's produced. But we'll see how he does if he goes to a different team and how he fits in. Do you think he will go to a different team? Um, do I think the or Wizards is it too early to tell? I feel like the Wizards might sign and trade him or sign him because they, you know, we just which will go over. They just lost Bradley Beal. And uh, you don't want both your guys just to go away for nothing. So I think they'd either uh, sign him to keep him along, maybe give him a bigger contract. Maybe he'll be like their their star, and maybe he can really blossom and continue to improve in Washington. Or maybe I think the other option could be signing him and then trading him so they can at least get some value for him so he doesn't just walk away for nothing. I know. A little bit disappointing, but um, I think that I think he'll end up staying with Washington. I think he's just declining it because he's going to get more money out of it. Yeah, I mean, if free agency this year is how like how it was last year, this, it's going to be crazy. Because there were like deal like there's like last year there were like ten deals in five minutes. Hmm. It was a little yeah. bit. It was, it was really. It was really crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. Now we are done with the declining contracts. Let's go on to the accepting contracts. Christian Danilo Gallinari signed a six point eight million dollar. Uh, kept his accepted his six point eight million dollar contract to stay with Boston. Uh, Gallinari did not play a single game last season after tearing it after. He was traded to San Antonio, where he was eventually bought out. Uh, he was in that DeJounte Murray trade. He was bought out in San Antonio, signed with Boston, and then tore his ACL. So he did not play a single game for the Celtics this past year. And he's keeping his contract uh, for $6.8 million to stay with the Celtics. I think this is a huge get for the Celtics because Gallinari can shoot. He can, de- he can kind of defend, and he has experience. For them as well, I mean, Tatum and Brown have experience, but they're still young. You get a you get an older guy to come in and produce for you. Celtics could be a dangerous team. Yeah, they might be. They might be able to get over the the hump of the Eastern Conference Finals. 
Because uh-huh. he can shoot and he can play and he can play some defense, and he's just a good he's a good role player to have on your roster. Yeah, he had uh, experience too. A team and he can, really fell and, apart the playoffs. And he really make I think the past couple of playoffs he's been in, he's really made a difference. Like Atlanta when they went all the way to that conference finals in twenty twenty one, he was a big part of that team. He was with the Nuggets for so many years. Yeah. Been with the Clippers. He was with the Thunder for a year. I mean he's been he's been his fair share around the league. Um so I I good for him, but do you think do you think it's a little bit risky to sign Gallinari to a contract after he didn't play a single game last year? I mean it's it's a little risky cuz he's getting older, but his contract's pretty small for NBA standards. And that's just what happens when they when they signed him, when they bought him out and signed him. It's it's, it was a multi-year contract. It's not like they can just say, hey, unless they want to cut him. They can't just um, they can't just force him to not uh, accept his, his money. So that's what he's doing, and he's going to stay another year with Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that – I think it's a good uh, deal. I mean, he's had, he's had this injury before. He had it when he was back with the Nuggets. I forget which year, but it kept him out for a whole season. So, this injury is nothing new. And he came back, and he's been a strong role player since. So, I think this is a, this is a good starting point for the Celtics. If he's good after this year, you sign him to a bigger contract. But right now, for what it is, it's a good contract for a guy coming off a really, really brutal injury. Yeah. Um, so I think I think this is a good I think this is a good signing for the Celtics. Uh, the other one comes from the team up north. Gary Trent Jr. staying with the Raptors for eighteen million dollars. You surprised by this? Because I think I think Toronto's team it might break it might break apart. To be honest with you. Yeah, they're they're definitely. Not a good situation. I mean, I, I I would expect them to go into rebuild mode because of the new coach that they just brought in, uh, the Fred Van Fleet situation, and you know you you're uncertain about Pascal Siakam. Yeah, he he's good, but like he's not. I don't think he can. He's like he's not a guy that could lead them to a championship. They need someone else. So, um. Yeah, I, I think this could be – this is a lot of times, though, what we see with teams that, like, want to quickly win a championship, like, are in win-now mode. Like, when the when they signed Kawhi, they built their team really great around Kawhi, but once he left uh, after that one-year deal, they haven't really been as successful in the playoffs since. And we saw this also with the Rams this past year. They – signed a bunch of really good players. They traded first-round picks and got a lot of really good players, um, really good veterans. But after they some of them left, like Jalen and injuries and stuff, um, now the Rams were one of the worst teams last year. So you, you see it a lot in sports. I don't know how the Raptors are going to attack free agency if they'll try to get, like, try to make some trades. And, or keep some of their core unit, but they're definitely going to have to make some changes uh, to this roster because it's not going to get it done. Especially with Nick Nurse leaving. Yeah. I think that's a big, I think that's a big part of it. So this is just, this is their focal piece. Trent Jr. had a really good year last year. Yeah. Um, hit some big shots against the Bucks. Um, Did but- they come back on you guys? So yeah, they, they we we blew we blew a lead because Grayson Allen was stupid and over aggressive and uh, kicked kicked Trent Jr. in the nuts when he was shooting a three. So it was three free throws and then the ball, and Trent made the three. So it was like six points, which was stupid. And then Trent hit the one of the hardest step backs I've seen over Brook Lopez. It was a little. It was. It was. I mean, I couldn't believe it because it was over Lopez, and Lopez had a uh, 
it was a good contest, and it was a tough shot, but he drilled it, so I give him credit. Runner-up for Defensive Player of the Year, Brooke Lopez. So, um, let's move on. We um, Since we last had our last episode, the Golden State Warriors um, general manager, Bob Myers, resigned. But they have a new they have a new guy up front to help hopefully bring him back to the promised land. It is Mike Dunleavy Jr., good NBA, uh, NBA veteran who um, may remember him from his days with the Bucks, the Bulls, or the Cavs, and a smattering of other teams. And he is the he will be the guy who will lead this uh, Golden State Warriors team to the. Um, Hopefully, lead him to the promised land. Christian, do you think the reason why Draymond Green declined his contract was because of the new general manager signing? Uh, I'm not sure that has to do with it. I think, uh, as he's talked about, and a lot of a lot of people in the in the sports world recognize, you as an athlete, a professional athlete, it's a lot different than. Uh, normal jobs they have a short window of time to make their money well it is very very good money things can happen throughout the career their careers that could really shake up their whole lives such as like a career ending injury and stuff like that and injuries um so when they have their when they are in their window to make their money that a lot of players are really going to go after it and this is what Jermon Green's doing this is probably going to be his last chance to get a, a big contract. Um, if he, I, I mean, if he conti- wants to continue playing for like into his like forties and stuff, he's probably he's going to get like probably like really small like one or two year vet minimum contracts or something like that. But um, this is his last chance, his last his last real contract, and so he's gonna he's gonna uh, make the most of it. And that's yeah, that's he's doing what a lot of uh, professional athletes would do in his position, which is make as much as much money as you can, because you know he's only been in the league for probably like you know like thirteen years or something around there. I'm not exactly Who, Draymond? sure. Yeah, it's sixteen years or something like that. I don't know how many years he's been in the league. Sixteen? I don't know. I'm gonna check. Like ten? Is it ten? Really? Ten or ten or eleven? He's the same draft class as Anthony Davis. Really? Yes. So one, two, three, 35th, four, five. 35th overall pick. Six, seven. 35th overall pick in 2012. Yeah, 11. Yeah, I was just swinging at random numbers. But anyway, yeah. you know, he's, uh, he's yeah, played in the league yeah. for 11 years. You know, most people work at, work into their 70s. And as a professional athlete, he's – or 60s or 70s. As a professional athlete, he's going to only be working for probably like 15 years. So mm-hmm. – uh, He's got to make as much money as he can so he can provide for his family and, you know, live. But he could also, he could also, because the Draymond Green show might take off and he might get money that way. Yeah, but that's not like a, yeah, that's true. But like, that's not like, it's not a job that's going to be paying him as much as he is now. Highly Highly unlikely. Yeah, it's a good podcast. I definitely listen to it a lot. I'm live from L.A., home of seven professional teams and the Clippers. Oh, shut up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's full of it. All right. I want to move on to the – just a quick mention. Michael Jordan sold the Hornets for $3 billion. He bought the team for, like, I think – I believe I saw – I know he sold it for sold it for like a billion more than he bought it for. So I mean that's a that's a good deal. Yeah, good deal, good deal. Can't be mad with that. Um, are you surprised that he sold the team? I mean, there were rumors trending about it, like oh he's gonna he uh, he should, oh he's he should probably sell the Hornets. Oh he should probably get rid he should probably get rid of them. Did you did you believe those or did you not really listen to them? Whether he should sell them or not yeah like should he like did you think he made the right choice by selling the hornets well i think he made the right choice for himself because you know michael jordan he's the ultimate competitor and you wouldn't want to see him attached 
to a team that has been unsuccessful and really been one of the laughing stocks of the NBA for the last probably like decade, especially when yeah. they're still the Charlotte Bobcats. Remember the, the um, do you, did you ever hear about the seven win season? Yeah. Yeah, it was, that's it when was... the, isn't that when they drafted like that guy with the whack jump shot? No. Or did they draft him after? That was Kemba's rookie year. Oh, who who do they have? I remember they he missed on a lot of picks. A lot of yeah. They, I watched the timeline and they missed on a lot of people. Yeah. They they picked Michael. They and dude, that season they didn't even have the number one pick. Pick Michael Kid Gilchrist. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. The weirdest jump shot ever. Yeah, yeah, pretty weird jumper. But yeah, so Michael Jordan, like he's like a fierce competitor, and there's no point for him to be putting all this time into running a franchise for them just to be failing. And so you know he's gonna make his money, and he's. I, I heard that I saw that he's still a minority owner, so he still has some uh, ownership in the in the in the team. But he's not gonna be like ma- making any decisions for them and does yeah. he does he live in did he grow up in uh around there is that why he grew he, up in wilmington which is not very far from charlotte yeah yeah that's what i thought so that yeah so he grew it's up, like the whole time team grew up in north carolina team. that's where his parents lived when his father was murdered um his mom still lives and I, I believe his mom still lives in north carolina i i think he lives in north carolina full-time obviously now but he has a house in chicago yeah, well, it's a hometown team, and that's why he still is going to be a part of it. Yeah, I think it's the right move. Just um, like all the all the unsuccessful stuff that was going on with all the losses that was going on for the Hornets, I think he didn't want to have that under his belt. So if he thinks he made the right decision, then, yeah, I think it's the right decision. It's all up to him in the end, at the end of the day. Yes, it's a team, but it's all up to the owner whether he wants to keep it or not. So, um, yeah. All right, let's move on to a suspension for the se- John Morant. A couple of weeks ago, was caught for the second time posting a gun on his on his Instagram live. This was again second time. Um, this was not. This was not the first time. And he, the first time was he was caught in a club. The Grizz, it was during the season. Grizzlies were in Denver playing the Nuggets, and he flashed the gun on his Instagram live and was, uh, and the Grizzlies asked him to be away from the team for six games, and then the NBA suspended him for eight more games. So he was out for a total of fourteen games. Kind of derailed their chances. Um, Kind of derailed. I think it kind of all that, like all that negativity in the locker room. I think it kind of derailed the team's momentum going into the playoffs, and kind of. Uh, I think that's why they got busted by the Lakers because they were raw, dude. Before Morant's incident, they were they were a good team. People were like, "Oh, I, Memphis is." I think Memphis will go pretty far this year. And Morant had that incident, and everything just went downhill. Yeah. He's had more gun incidents than serious wins. That's that's really bad. Is a bright as I must idiot. Yeah. And he's really, he's really full of it. But I think, honestly, this is, I think the punishment, so he was suspended for 20 20- 25 games suspended for 25 games I honestly think that this is a he got off lightly yeah I thought he was going to get suspended for like 40 or something yeah because this I mean it's one thing if it's the first time okay let him off with a warning but he did it again and there was an interview after the first one where he said, I take full responsibility of my actions. Clearly you don't because you did it again. I know. I, I was watching that interview and I was like, this just looks fake. 
He just doesn't know. seem like he really cares. He just It's almost like he's reading off a script. And he, he was kind of mumbling it. Yeah. He's, uh, they take, just had a script take, in front of him. I take, full I take full responsibility of my actions. But he this time he did give a better apology. He's like, to all my fans, I'm sorry I let you down. Um, this is not who I am. I'm like, like, Ja, yes, you let your fans down, but this is who people think you are now since you've done it twice. Yeah. I right. think, I think they definitely, I think he got, and honestly, I think he got off light because some people thought he, I mean, some people thought he should have been suspended for the whole season, which honestly, in my opinion, I would have liked what? but I think that it's real, that's a really harsh punishment. I think the good, I think a good punishment would be like until the All Star break. Yeah. That the whole season, that's too much. Because he's I mean, he's got a fam he's got a daughter, he's got a family, but clearly yeah. was clearly wasn't thinking about that when he was pu- pulling out the gun. <laughs> yeah, and he's gonna lose like about like ten million dollars because of he's not he's getting fine he's getting fined and suspended. Yeah. I didn't see if it was without pay. Probably I think is. it is. Yeah. Probably is. But I mean, at least he's at least he's his game is better than Ben Simmons. Yeah. Dude, I saw something the other day, and it said uh, it was overtime. It's like, is Ben Simmons getting is Ben Simmons getting work in the lab? Yeah. Am I happy? Am I happy about posting this? No. <laughs> It was it was like an overtime user. I thought it was I thought it was the funniest thing, one of the funniest things ever. Because it's like, am I posting about it? Yeah. Do I want to? No. Damn. It's like you're like you're forced to do it. Yeah. Which I mean, for a which for a big time, for a big time company like that, you don't say that stuff. Which is why it's hilarious. Because even uh, even those companies are getting forced to put stuff out about Ben Simmons. So, um, but Christian, I, I mean, what do you think? Like, I kind of already asked you, but like, do you think what happens if what happen? what, where does the NBA go from here if he does it again? Uh, because people aren't really thinking about it. They're like, oh, um, he's done it twice. And this, I think the punishment now is all right. But what happens if he does it again? Yeah, if he does it again, that could be like unprecedented, uh, uh, unprecedented forget um, sus- punishment. Forget suspension yeah. and fines. He might get arrested. No, he wouldn't be arrested, but he could. He could be like worst case scenario, like kicked out of the NBA or like sent to the G League or I don't know something Antonio probably Brown. we've never seen. Yeah, cut. Maybe he would be cut by the Grizzlies if it really got bad enough. He, he might throw his jersey into the crowd and run off into the locker room. Yeah. But, I mean, everybody's just talking about, like, oh, this is, like, this is really bad for NBA. I think uh, uh, some people think Adam Silver, like, oh, so there's three groups of people. There's the group that, oh, the, 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 a little bit, um, a little bit too harsh on John Morant, and there's the group that, oh, this is this is perfectly fine, and then there's the group that, oh, it should have been more. Like, where would you rank yourself in from? It's not enough. It's fine where it is. It's too much. I'd say, I'd say, it, I'd say it makes sense the 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 suspension, but I say I'd also say I was surprised. I thought he was. I thought he was gonna get suspended more but you know 25 games seems <laughs> that seems like a, a good enough uh time away from basketball that he's gonna have a chance to reflect on what he wants with his career and uh this this right now and this this crossroads in his career is gonna be a make or break of how the rest of his uh yeah the rest of his basketball career goes so how he handles this there the you could the the what is also going to be real, real uh, uh, negative about this suspension is just probably going to eliminate the Grizzlies from playoff contention. 
all the way into next season because I don't know how they're going to weather the storm without him. I mean, actually, I want to take that back because didn't they have a really good record without him last year? Yeah. So, okay, I actually don't want – that's not because entirely true. The but... year – so not not this not this past year, but the year before when um, they beat the Grizzlies in the first round, the, their record without John Morant was really good because – with him, when when he got when he got hurt, they were like they were like fifth in the Eastern Conference. Eastern, they were fifth in the Western Conference. When he came back, they were second in the Western Conference, and they were on a tear. And then when he came back, he kind of derailed that. Yeah, so I just think it's gonna definitely affect the mentality of the team, and this is what we're, we're gonna see. And the camaraderie. Him rise. Yeah. And also, that, Dylan, we talked about it. Dylan Brooks is not coming back. Yeah. So, so this, this, this is going to be a rough start to the season. He's going to either rise from the ashes of this. Not that, Dylan Brooks did, not that Dylan Brooks did anything, but still. Yeah, I don't think Dylan Brooks is the problem. I think Jaws. I mean, that's, your, that's, your so. that's your franchise right there. Yeah. Um, but. Listen, they're gonna they're gonna do what they're gonna do what they think. Adam Silver's just gonna do what he think is right, and um, I think it's I mean twenty five games. That's what you get for a DUI or like enha- or, or like enhancing drugs. Really? Because DeAndre Ayton had DeAndre Ayton had that his second year in the league. He played one game and then he got caught for drugs and he got a twenty five game suspension. Was it his first time? What? Was it his first time getting caught? Yeah, and the only time. Yeah, okay. It was one and done. So it's. I think this is this is like the first like the first one that re- I remember that it was a terrible incident that happened twice, or more than once. Because I mean, some of the. I mean. It's just kind of, it's kind of ridiculous. He should know what he's putting out on his social media accounts. He should just delete and like stop doing Instagram live. That's what I think. Like period. Oh no. I'm gonna I'm gonna unfollow him. <laughs> um <laughs> All right. Now let's let's stay on the top I I can't believe I'm saying this, but let's stay on the topic of DUIs. Bob Huggins got arrested in Pittsburgh. For a DUI last Friday and last Saturday, he resigned from West Virginia University. A bit surprising because Bob Huggins did so much for that team and he was there for so long, but not surprising because he got screwed in the DUI. Christian, are you with me on this? Where you're surprised that he left because he's been he's been, he's done so much for that team and he's been there for so long? Honestly, I I don't know enough about all these coaches for college, so I don't know even what he's done for the team. But you know, it's unfortunate he made a mistake, and that's going to cost him his career, his coaching career at West Virginia. Yeah, I mean, he, it's not as much what he's done; it's for how long he's been there. I mean, if I put you into if I put anything into perspective, he coached Javon Carter all four years in college. Javon Carter? Javon Carter, yes. I don't even know who that is. Dude, are you serious? He coached Javon Carter in college, the backup one guard for the Bucks. Okay, no, no, no. Yeah. That guy's old. He's bald. Well, dude, just because you're bald does not mean you're old. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, Unfortunately, some people lose their hair way too early. Like yeah. my cousin, he's in his thirties and he's already going getting bald. That might be alopecia. <laughs> um, but it's just it's unfortunate. I mean, he screwed up, and it 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 cost him. And West Virginia made a couple of March Madnesses under his um, under his lead, and it's just he's kind of he's he's on the older side, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, he had a real – I don't know I don't know a ton about college coaches. I know a ton about, like, Arizona and Wisconsin and some of the – some. 
that he had he he did a good job with recruiting. Because West dude, West Virginia, it's not a it's not a very um it's it's not a good place. I would not I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say like that. It's just like it's not like it's not like Tempe where like you go like all these like pools and stuff. It's not all like it's not a big city. It's not a big state. Yeah, there's not a lot of pools. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Besides Arizona, there's not a lot of pools anywhere. But I mean, I think like it's not West Virginia. What I'm saying is like that the cult like the culture of it. It's not a great place. Their basketball team is their basketball team and fo- their football team is all right. Their basketball team is pretty good, but like overall, the state of West Virginia, it's like I would like I wouldn't really choose to live there. Yeah, it's not even Virginia; it's West Virginia. Exactly. That well, thank you, Christian. Um, but I I don't even think it's I don't think I I don't think it's in the name. I just think like some of like the just like I don't think it's a good. I, I mean. I don't want to. I don't want to say it's not a good place because I mean people live there. It's just like it. It wouldn't be my first place to where I, to live. You know. Yeah. yeah hey, I would, did I, you know, like I wouldn't. Like I wouldn't be randomly. Oh, I want to live in West Virginia. Like. Yeah. Okay. Hey, random fact. Did you know Fat Lever was a baller back in his day? He went to Arizona State. Fat Lever. Yeah. I do. I've heard the name. Two-time All Star. Yeah, uh, his his jersey is retired. For Denver, his jersey's. Re- I I've heard of him. I know his jersey. The only reason why I know him is because yes, he went to ASU. His jersey's retired. Yeah, he was a two-time All Star for Denver. Yeah. It's a funny name. Okay. Fat Lever. Fat Lever. Ha ha. Very funny. Okay. All right. But I mean, yeah, his. Fat Lover's jersey's retired at ASU. I think it's right next to James Harden or Eddie House. Eddie you House. You don't. You don't know who Eddie House is, don't you? Well, do you know him? Yes, I do. You You remember watching him play? Yeah, I met. Well, no, because he retired before I remember. I ha- I actually have a picture of me with Eddie House. I was at the ASU game where they knocked off number one Kansas at home back in 2018. I I. Uh, I have a picture taken with Eddie House. Nice. His dude, his sons are really good about high school basketball players. That's it. Seems like a lot of NBA players' sons are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Bronny. They just grow up in it. Um. Yeah, and just like watching their and also the genes. Like yeah, genes. that's true. Carmelo's son is pretty good. Carmelo Anthony. Oh, that that I remember hearing that. That was that. That's been a minute. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's move on to the big, the big deal that happened on Father's Day, and it was, it happened to a father. Bradley Beal got traded from the Wizards to the Suns. It was about time he left Washington. He, there had been rumors he was like Damian Lillard, where he spent too much time with the team, and it might come back to it might it might come back and bite him in the butt in the instance that, um. But that's all. Like in the instance that he was too loyal, he was like, I, I me, I would call it being too loyal. Like you're with the team, but they they have losing seasons, and you just you don't leave. You just stay with the team. That's being too loyal. Bradley Beal and Damian Lillard are too loyal to their teams. Being loyal is like if you're with your team from the bottom and now you're to the top. But being too loyal is like you're at, you start at the bottom and you're still at the bottom. That's what Bradley Beal and Damian Lillard are kind of at. And I think that Damian Lillard, uh, Lillard. Bradley Beal will have a better, um, better, better year with Phoenix. It's just they got to pay him a lot. But thankfully, Matt Ishby is worth a lot of money, so I think that might be able to happen. Yeah, they got to pay three guys a lot of money. Yeah, and I think, and the and DeAndre Aiden if he stays. Yeah, but I mean, Robert Sarver was still the owner when they made that Aiden deal last year. Okay. 
Yeah. So that wasn't that wasn't Matt Ishbia. That was Robert Sarver uh, bringing him back in, and James Jones. You're saying he's the general manager. Je- James Jones is the general manager. Matt Ishbia is the new owner, and he's worth like four point three billion dollars. Yeah, he got a couple of bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my grandma thinks the son should fire James Jones. Is she into the Suns? Does she want a lot of watch a lot of basketball? Yeah, I watch a lot of basketball. Knows a lot about uh, ASU basketball and stuff like that. So I think, but I think why people want James Jones fired is just because that. I mean, he fired he fired Monty. I mean, but I mean, Monty had Monty had a valid reason. They lost by. Thirty points. They were down by ha- at halftime. Thirty points. Um, they were down by halftime at thirty points in back-to-back years in elimination games. Yeah, but he was the coach of the year just a couple of years ago. Yeah, that was the year that they lost by thirty-three against Dallas in Game Seven. Well, he's not out there playing. He didn't choke the. He didn't. He wasn't the one that fully choked the lead. Obviously, his coaching could have been better. But when you got D. Book and Chris Paul, usually they can get it done, and they couldn't. I know. But it's just, I mean, the coaching is some of it. Yeah, it's true. But, I mean, dude, I remember hearing those waivers about Chris Paul getting waived so much for that. Yeah, the the, the Wizards got scammed. They could have picked him up if they the they're gonna trade him. They're gonna trade him. Yeah, that makes sense. And I really hope they trade him to the Clippers, so now you have to deal with that. I mean, we'll we'll take a point guard. Ever since Lou Williams left, we haven't really had like a solid point guard. Yeah. Um. Who's he, who's who's even your point guard right now? Because Reggie Jackson's gone. Bones High, Bones Highland, and well, we have Russell Westbrook. So we, yeah, actually, oh yeah, that, that's right, that's right. We don't need him. Never mind. We don't need Chris Paul unless he wants to come off the bench for us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we got to start calling him Z- CP Zero. Um, yeah. But I think I I honestly think that, that dude, what they called the because whenever they make a trade. They grade both sides. They call it the Suns a D for getting Bradley Beal. Well, it's going to really They gave up Chris that. Paul, Landry Shamit, and uh, a couple picks. I think I think the Suns deserve a C, and I only say that because they got rid of, they got they got rid of Chris Paul. Yeah, we'll definitely see how how, the, how when the season shakes up. Um, I think it will be beneficial for them uh, in the playoffs because, you know, rotations shrink in the playoffs and you don't have a bunch of role players stepping up. It's usually how good can your top five players play against the other team's top five. Not to say that depth isn't important, as we saw the Nuggets really uh, win the finals a lot of because of their great depth. But rotations definitely shrink. So I think in the regular season, it might affect them more, the Suns more the lack of depth, then um, it will in the postseason if they make it to the postseason next year. Okay. Yeah, I like where your head's at with that. Um, but now what do you think about Washington? Because they're probably going to give up Chris Paul, and he's pro- he's worth some assets. He's worth some. I think they were foolish to not get a first-round pick, at least for Bradley Beal. They got a lot of pick swaps, I think. So – if the Suns really do bad in the next coming no, years, the Wizards—the only thing the Wizards gave to the Suns was Beal. That's it. No, I know, but they didn't get a lot. They didn't get as much for him. They didn't get a first-round pick for him. They—they they got mm-hmm. some second-round picks and some pick swaps, which are good if the Suns don't do good in the next couple of years. But that might not be the case. So, yeah. yeah. They should have at least got a couple first round picks for Bradley, I think. I know, I know, a little bit. Some people call it stu- are calling it stupid. Yeah, we'll see how it turns out. Because a lot of the Suns, some Suns fans were kind of upset when they traded away Kevin Durant when they traded Kevin Durant for Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson. Yeah, that also hurt their depth. Uh, dude, that hurt their depth a lot. If you keep 
But you can't get you probably can't get KD without giving up Bridges. Yeah, I think the best guy off the bench for the Suns now is going to be uh, the side shooter, Cameron Payne. Yep. He I, might I think st- his nickname should be the Sidewinder. Who plays point guard? Bradley Beal. Is he a point guard? Well, either Bradley Beal or D. Book. Who do you think would be a better point guard? Well, look, I thought Bradley Beal was a point guard, but let me check. He played shoot. He's been playing. He played shooting guard. Cause really, John Wall was always the point guard. Okay, so yeah, I'd probably say D. Book would be the better point guard. Yeah, because he, he's, I mean, he was he able break, to. He breaks it up a lot of the time. Yeah. When Chris Paul's on the floor. This might affect Aiden though, because Chris Paul really was great at getting Aiden involved with, yeah. with his great passes and lobs, and I don't think Devin Booker's gonna be as good of a passer as Chris Paul. Oh, so that's, that's not even a, that's not even a question. So if they keep Aiden around, which I don't think they should, but if they do, it's definitely gonna affect his production. I think. Yeah, he can't create his own shot. He relies on lobs. Um. Great passes and like second chance rebounds. Yeah, or like pick and rolls. Yeah, pick and rolls too. But that, that's usually but great passes. On, yeah, that's usually that's usually passing. Yeah, you're right. Um, so this might be a little bit bad for Phoenix. I mean, if you put Cameron Payne in there, he's not the he's not the level of passer that Chris Paul is, but he can still. So he can still. I think Cameron Payne can throw better passes to Aiden than Devin Booker. Yeah, but I think Booker. I just don't think Cameron Payne's gonna be. I don't started. see Booker as a passer. I see him as a scorer. Well, he was great at passing. I think in the Nugget series, it's just like there was no chance that they were gonna win after a couple, after the first couple games. I know because Jokic and Murray just took over, and the Nuggets just started dominating. Yeah, because Aiden couldn't guard shit. That that's serious. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. All right. Now we gotta talk about the draft because we promised. We promised that we talk about the draft. Number one pick, San Antonio Spurs. It's obvious. Victor Wembanyama. The big V. Yeah. That I mean, I've never nobody's seen a player like that before. Yeah. He can shoot, he can dribble, he's athletic, and he's taller than Rudy Gobert. He's taller than Rudy Gobert, and he can shoot, dribble, and he's athletic. That's insane. He's got the full package. Oh, I know. And, like, and he, I think, and he just dominated in France. He just dominated in France last year. Yeah. I think it's really, it's really crazy. Um, but, I mean, I think, I think that, but do you think he'll be a good fit in San Antonio? Because everybody's just like, oh, he's such a good player, but I don't think he'll be the, the NBA might be a little bit different. I mean, in terms of how he trans his his game translates, the only thing I think you can be worried about is injuries with him. I I don't think he's gonna be, I I think he's gonna be everything and more that we expect to, as him as as a player. Because like just think about it. Let's say he's struggling, uh, like during the night from shooting. Like let's say his sh- shots off, he can literally just play that dunker position or post up and get a dunk and like just be a beast in the interior. Which obviously you need to put some more muscle on, but when you're seven three, like you can dunk on anyone easily. So he's like seven five. Yeah, seven. Well, he's not seven five, but like seven three, seven four, something like that. I don't know, but um, maybe seven five. I don't, I don't know, but I think his game is just gonna be something the NBA has never seen. I th- I I think his only concern is gonna be his, how he handles injuries and like you know we saw with Chet Holmgren. Another really skinny, big. He got injured. He didn't even play a single, single game who, last who's, year. Who's the best player in the league? Also, Mazumans. <laughs> you yeah. remember that? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he'll technically be a rookie next year too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's I think it's Holmgren and Wimba Miana for an early favorite of rookie of the year. Definitely. Um, number two pick, Charlotte. Me? Yes, you. Ooh. I'm gonna go. Well, with... I'm gonna ask you that. I'm gonna, before you may, before you say. Do you think they'll trade? Do you think Charlotte will trade to New Orleans with Zion? No, Zion's not worth that much. All right, make your pick. Okay, with the second overall pick, the Charlotte Hornets select. They select. Brandon Miller. Okay. Forward. University of Alabama. No. No. This is not the NFL. Brandon Miller from the University of Alabama. They don't say positions in the NBA. Well, that's how they should do it. Mm, maybe. You should talk to Adam Silver. Oh, did you know this year, this coming year, they're going to make position lists like all NBA teams? So it could technically be like five centers. Yeah. That 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 would be. Do you think that'll be different at the end of the year for, uh, teams like uh, all teams or no? Hmm. I think some people aren't gonna get as paid as much because you know all NBA selections. That's how how players get some like super max contracts and stuff, depending on if they get that. Okay. So it's gonna affect how how much they make if they don't make the first team or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. No, I think I think they'll also the Hornets will also take Brandon Miller because I saw something I saw I watched Scott Van Pelt late last night um, before I had football practice this morning. So I saw I saw that they were talking. Yes, they were talking about the Draymond Green um, player declining contract, but they were also talking about the Hornets were really interested in Brandon Miller. And I think you're right. I don't think they'll go. I don't think that the Hornets will go with um, – I don't think that they'll trade for Zion Williams. I think they'll keep that pick, and I think they'll pick Brandon Miller because they already have a point guard. So I don't think they're, I don't think they're interested in Scoot. Yeah. I mean, he All could right. play the two, but, you know, he's another ball-dominant guard, and the Hornets already have one, so. I know. You don't need two. Yeah. Because that might – if because then you got two point guards on the floor. That might ruin one of their careers. Well, and you got Brendan Miller. He's, he was a great shooter in college, 38% from three. You know, Melo can find him. So if he's open, he, Melo's going to create some action. You can, well, Melo, Melo's got to play. He's turning on his brother. Well, that's – yeah, he's got to put those curry brace bra- – ankle ankle braces on. Yeah, those are like life alert. Those are like life alert whenever you step on the court. Yeah. All right, third pick, Portland. Well, right, you you go number two, not 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 just me. I said Brandon Miller. Okay, okay, my bad, my bad. Because the Hornets, he had a he had a really good workout with the Hornets draft workout, and they were really, I think they're real they're really interested in him because they were really eyeing him. So I think it'll be Brandon Miller. Yeah, I think I think the Hornets are gonna get Scoot Henderson. Um, I think this will be interesting. Yeah, uh, the, maybe the maybe Blazers. The, yeah, because they. Drafted Shaden Sharp, who's like another guard, or unless he's like maybe he's a small forward. I guess. Really? You well, picking Scoot? Yeah, for the number three pick. But do but is that with or without getting rid of Damian Lillard? I mean, that's still that's without getting rid of Damian Lillard. Okay. But I think it would make getting rid of Damian Lillard a lot easier because you got you can develop a point guard and have him take the lead role. But I think it just gives them more options whether they want to keep Dame or not. But even if he comes off the bench and learns from the best, that's 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 a great way to do it. Or if he plays the two, that that could be a great spot for him because, you know, his most his best attribute is his athleticism and once he gets the ball, he can really run with it and his shooting can definitely improve. Um so I think if he played the two, that would also be good for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I got. Okay. Um, 
I think I'm only gonna take. I can't think of other. For some reason, I can't think of other prospects right now. But I also think. That's well, good. I can give you a list if you want. Because yeah, I yeah. I think that if they get rid of Dame, they'll pick. If they pick Scoot, I think for sure they'll get rid of Dame this off season. Really? Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. Because I think the the Dame phase, he's a. Don't get me wrong, he's a great player. Um. But. I think I think the game time is over in Portland. I think he's if they pick Scoot, they're looking to for another direction, and I think he'll leave and go to Miami. Yeah. All right. Uh, can you give me a list of prospects? Okay, you're like the top ten. Yeah. Does. So we got yeah we got Brandon Miller, Scoot Anderson, whatever Cam Whitmer. Small forward from freshman from Villanova. Okay. Amen Thompson, small forward, uh, overtime elite, 6'6. Six, six. Asar Thompson, small forward, overtime, overtime elite. elite. Yeah. He's also 6'6. Six, six. Jarris Walker, power forward from Houston. He's a freshman. He's 6'7. Okay. Uh, Jalen Hood, Stefano, point guard, Indiana, freshman, 6'4. Okay. Uh, Taylor Hendricks, power forward from UCF. He's a freshman. He's 6'8. What a freshman. Yeah. Well, that one and done era. Andrew mm-hmm. Black, point guard, Arkansas, freshman 6'6. Six, six. Grady I think the, Dick, freshman 6'6, six, six, Kansas, so small forward. Grady Dick. Bilal Kalalbi. Look, France. Grady Dick, I, he's he's a lottery pick. He's not top three. I got, I think that kid from Indiana because Indiana had a, they had a, uh, they had a pretty good year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, from number fourth pick, or, uh, but actually, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with um, I'm I'm gonna go with Scoot, just because I think that they'll move I think that they'll move on from Dame. But if not, then I'm gonna go with uh, you said like Anthony Black was a forward. Let me check. Yeah, he's a point guard from Arkansas. He's a freshman. And he's six six. Okay. Yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll take a. I, I'm going with Anthony Black as my final choice. For the third pick. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know it's bold, but go big or go home. Yep. Okay. All right. Number four is the Houston Rockets. Any day now. With the fourth pick, the Houston Rockets select Amen Thompson, 6'6", six, six, overtime elite. Small really? Yeah. They already got, but they already have a, is Jalen Green a point guard? No, Amen Thompson's a small forward. Oh. Okay. What's his twin brother? Asar. No. I I and I I know the name. What position? Well, it's a small forward two. I think they're basically positionless. They could probably play the one, two, or three. Okay. All right. I'm gonna go with this twin brother, Asar. You go with Aman. I go with Asar. Okay. Shaking it up. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Um. With the fifth pick is Detroit. They don't have any good big man, do they? Mm, Isaiah Stewart, if that counts. <laughs> no, I'm he's only known for he's only known for having the nerve to stand up for himself in front of LeBron. I don't know. I'm just gonna go something random. I'm gonna go with the fifth pick. The Detroit Pistons take a reach, and they're gonna select. Hold on, let me find them. They got Jay Ivey, by the way. Yeah, I know. They're going to select. Where is he at? One second, one second. I forgot. One second. On, I'm man. finding him. He's a big boy. Okay. That 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 could be a lot of people. I'm finding him. Don't worry. Don't worry. Derek Lively the second from Duke. He's a freshman. He's 7 1. Oh, wow. So I just have him going center because. White. Wait. Wait, is this Detroit? Yes, this is oh, Detroit. No. My bad. Bad pick, bad pick. 
Yeah, really. They already bad have. Pick. They already have that Wiseman, so they're gonna yes. pick D- Jarris Walker, power forward oh from Houston. God. Okay. Six seven power forward, thirty four percent from three. From Houston. Would you call Jay Ivey a point guard or a shooting guard? I mean. He or Kate Cunningham could either – they could switch. Uh, I don't think they oh, – they both could uh, be – They don't have a – yeah. They don't have a – Kate Cunningham's like their shooting guy. They don't have a small – they don't have a small forward, right? Yeah, I guess. Who's that uh, Who's that one small forward you said? Uh, Amen. Amen. I'm going with Amen to the Pistons. Okay. A start of the Rockets, Amen to the Pistons. Dude, how much – you want to bet? I'm calling it right now. Listen to me. The Morris Twins went back-to-back in 2011. Markeith went 13th to the Suns. Marcus went 14th to the Rockets. I think the Thompson Twins will go back-to-back. Really? I'm calling it right now. Yeah, 100%. Okay. I think they'll go back-to-back. I actually want to change my pick. I, I want Cam Wetmer to go for R5. For Pistons? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Um all right, well, that's all we have time for for today, the first five picks of the draft. Um stay tuned for the draft. It's live um on Thursday, June twenty second, live from the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Uh eight thirty PM Eastern, I believe. Yeah, yeah, eight o'clock eight either eight Eastern or eight thirty Eastern. So stay tuned. It should be a good one. Um, and I'm re- I'm really looking forward to it. There's a uh, bunch of a lot of dreams coming true for these players. So look looking forward to it, and can't wait to see where uh, it goes. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. With we'll, uh, since again since the summertime, we'll try to get more episodes out to you guys. Appreciate it if you listen to it, the full episode. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Fitz Kerrigan. Bridge Vermont. Deuces. Peace.